This is Trivia for Kids, where it's not just for adults anymore. Hello, everybody. Hi. Thank you for joining us here again for another episode of Trivia for Kids, the podcast. My name is Casey. My name is Quinn. And Quinn and I are not feeling great today. Well, I feel great. I feel happy and positive and all the things. However, you and I picked up a little cold. So fun. You know what? We've been healthy for pretty much all of winter or like the cold season so far. So I knew it was only a matter of time before we got something. And you and I picked up some nice like chest coughing problems. So trying to hold our coughs in might be a challenge during this episode, yes. right? I might have to do a little a little more editing than normal, but hopefully, hopefully our coughs will just stay in where they belong and not come out so you guys don't have to listen to us. Not the other end either, because that would be pretty bad. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Whoa, let's hope I not. Just it and it just... We're in a small room. I hope that that's not the case. Gross. <laughs> anyway, we got a lot of stuff to do today. We're going to record the podcast and we're going to make some battle rounds for our youtube channel make sure that you check that out guys it's really fun and it's not very long so if you're just looking for something small to do before school or something it's it's a good it's a quick little video that you can watch and learn some learn some stuff just real quick like right yeah and you can watch quinn and ren battle i don't know today i might have to try to get in on one of the battles to see if i can like a kids versus parents type thing yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Dad and you versus me and Ren. Oh, man. Then who would ask the questions? Brooks? <laughs> well, we might have to figure out some logistics on that. But make sure you check out our YouTube channel because yeah. we got some fun stuff on there. Trivia for Kids Podcast, all one word on YouTube. So fun times. Yes. You know what else is really fun? Being sick. Well, no, I was going to say jokes. Oh, yes. Jokes are very fun. Okay. The first joke comes from Zane and Jude. Thank you. Knock, knock. Who's there? Gorilla. Gorilla who? Gorilla me a hot dog, will ya? (laughs) (laughs) I could really go for some grilling and some warm weather and some hot dogs and hamburgers on the grill. Gorilla me a hot dog. (laughs) Isn't that great? I love that one. All right. The second joke comes from Austin, Harper, and Caden. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, guys. How do you make a tissue dance? Put a little boogie in it. You put a little boogie in it. I like that one a lot, too. I do, too. That's one of my favorites. All right, and our last joke comes from Jaylene. Thank you, Jaylene. Did you hear about the kidnapping at school? No. Don't worry, they woke him up. <laughs> when I first read that joke, I was like, this does not seem funny. Like, I don't like to hear think about kidnappings, but uh, then it was funny. It was funny. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Ready for some trivia, Quinny? Oh, yes. Let's do it. Here's how the show works. Trivia for Kids consists of five rounds with seven questions each. We will announce the answers at the end of each round. Each new round will have a different category. After the fifth round, we will have the final exam, which will test you on the toughest questions we have covered in the previous rounds. Everyone ready? Let's get started. 
Round one. The category is manatees. Question one. What are manatees often referred to due to their slow-moving nature? Question two. Within five years, what is the average lifespan of a manatee in the wild? Question three. Manatees have a unique feature on their upper lip that helps them sense their surroundings. What is it called? Question four. Within 200 pounds, what is the maximum weight that a manatee can reach in adulthood? Question five. What other mammal is a manatee's closest living relative? Question six. What percent of their body weight does a manatee typically eat each day? Question seven, true or false? Manatees have enormous brains. And now the round one answers. One of my favorite animals, manatees. Manatees? I love them. I love manatees. Just gentle giants. Question one. What are manatees often referred to due to their slow-moving nature? Sea cows? Sea cows is the answer. I love regular cows and I love sea cows. Sea cows are so cute though. (laughs) Question two. Within five years, what is the average lifespan of a manatee in the wild? I'm going to say 10 years because there are boats and nets and all that stuff, so... The answer is approximately 60 years. Manatees do not have any natural predators, so they can live for a long time. However, humans are the natural. Yep, like you said, manatees get hit by boats quite a bit. We went to SeaWorld in Florida. And there was a manatee that that had like scars all over it because it got tangled in a net. I know, in a crab trap. There was one that got hit by a boat propeller, too. But they had a, it was like a manatee rescue tank. So they were trying to get them back to health and release them back. But anyway. 60? They can live up to 60 years. That's a long time. That's a really long time. Question three. Manatees have a unique feature on their upper lip that helps them sense their surroundings. What is it called? Whiskers? Yep. Facial whiskers, or the scientific term, is vibrissy. It's kind of a fun word. Vibrissy. Question four. Within 200 pounds, what is the maximum weight that a manatee can reach in adulthood? Okay, I'm going to say 1,800 pounds. Not a bad guess. The answer is 3,500 pounds or around 1,500 kilograms. Adult manatees are typically 9 to 10 feet long from snout to tail and weigh around 1,000 pounds. 
However, they may grow over 13 feet long and weigh more than 3,500 pounds. So on average, you are close. Like normal manatees are about what you said, but like the big ones can get to can get to like 13 feet and 3,500 pounds. That is massive. That is so big. How many tons is that? Well, a ton is 2,000 pounds, so almost two tons. One and three quarter tons of manatee floating around just being nice. Oh, can we can we have a manatee? Yeah, where are we going to pool and then get a manatee? No, sorry. Question five. What other mammal is a manatee's closest living relative? An otter? An elephant. Oh, they have very thick skin, sometimes over an inch thick and even have three to four toenails like an elephant. The manatee snout is a shrunken version of the elephant's trunk. They use their prehensile lips to grasp and pull food into their mouths, similar to the way elephants use their trunks. Okay, okay. But they have toenails? I didn't know that either. I don't know where. Maybe on their flippers? I don't know. Isn't that crazy? (laughs) Crazy. Question six. What percentage of their body weight does a manatee typically eat each day? Um, I'm going to go 43. Around 10 to 15 percent. So if a manatee weighs 3,500 pounds, they eat 350 to 525 pounds of food each day. I only eat like one pound of food. Yeah, that's why you're so skinny. But yeah. I don't understand how they get so big because I think they're herbivores. That is a lot of yeah. that's a lot of sea plankton and kelp and vegetation yeah. that they eat. Question seven: True or false? Manatees have enormous brains. True. I just like to think that they have big brains. It is false. Manatees have one of the smallest brains in relation to their body size of all mammals. But that doesn't mean they are not smart. They can learn basic tasks like dolphins. They can differentiate colors and they're extremely sensitive to touch. Hmm. So don't you count them out. Because even though they have small brains, they are not. Big hearts. I bet bet they do have big hearts. So I know there's somewhere in Florida that you can swim with manatees. I don't want to do that. I need to look into it. We got to get there sometime. Yeah. Round two. The category is robots. Question one. What is the name of the famous robot in Star Wars that speaks in beeps and whistles? Question two. Which fictional robot can transform into a car and is part of the Autobots in Transformers? Question three. What is the name of the robot in the animated film, The Iron Giant? Question four. In the world of robotics, AI stands for artificial what? Question five. Within five years, 
What year was the first robot vacuum invented? Question six. In the movie Big Hero Six, what is the name of the inflatable healthcare companion robot? Question seven. Which famous scientist and inventor is often created with designing one of the first humanoid robots named Electro? Here's a hint. It's not Albert Einstein. And now the answers to round two. Question one: What is the name of the famous robot in Star Wars that speaks in beeps and whistles? R two D two. That is correct. So C three PO is the big gold guy who does talk. But the guy that just makes beeps and whistles is R two D two, and he looks like a little, uh, kind of like a little shop vac. <laughs> would you, you know what I'm talking about? No. Nope. What would you say he looks like? Like a garbage can? <laughs> no. He has like a dome at the top that kind of looks like a microphone. Like, well, that's what our bathroom garbage can looks like. <laughs> you know? Oh, that garbage! I thought you were talking about like a metal garbage can that you put out for like. Oh, he does look like that. Question two. Which fictional robot can transform into a car and is part of the Autobots in Transformers? Um, what's his name? Major Prime or something? Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime. There's probably there might be more are that are part of the Autobots in Transformers. So if you said like Bumblebee or some of the other guys, I would take those two. But Optimus Prime is the main. And doesn't he turn into like a semi truck? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Question three, what is the name of the robot in the animated film, The Iron Giant? Uh, unicorn Ice Cream. That's your guess? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, you're so close. His name is The Iron Giant. <laughs> Trick question. Question four, in the world of robotics, AI stands for artificial what? Intelligence. That is correct. Artificial intelligence. Question five. Within five years, what year was the first robot vacuum invented? 2002. The answer is 1996. In 1996, Electrolux introduced the first robotic vacuum cleaner, the Electrolux Trilobite. It worked well, but it had frequent problems with colliding with objects and stopping short of walls and other objects, as well as leaving small areas not cleaned. But 96, that was a long time ago. Wow, in 1996? Yeah. I think it was bigger than the ones that we have now, but still, it was same idea. I have a robot vacuum, and it's one of my best friends. I love it. Lil Sof. Its name is Lil Sof, after our neighbor who comes over and sometimes cleans our house. Because <laughs> she's just a very neat little lady. And sometimes when she comes over, like the kids have toys out and stuff, and she'll just organize stuff. I love it. So our vacuum's name is after our neighbor, Sophia. Anyway, long story short, I love my robot vacuum because it does work that I don't have to. And I'm a big fan of that. Question six in the movie Big Hero 6 What is the name of the inflatable healthcare companion robot? Baymax. 
Baymax. Big Hero 6 is a popular movie option in our house. You guys really like this movie. Yeah. I love the part where he pops and then he has like, then the air's coming out of him and then he... (laughs) And then he keeps putting scotch tape over his hole. Yeah. That's my favorite part. Question seven. Which famous scientist and inventor is often credited with designing one of the first humanoid robots named Electro? Here's your hint. It's not Albert Einstein. Thomas Edison. Nikola Tesla. Have you heard of him before? Nope. Oh, man. He's a big... He was a big inventor. He invented a lot of stuff with electricity and robots and... Including the Tesla? Well, he didn't make the Teslas, but I think the Teslas are named after him. Because he was such a big inventor back in the day. Wow. Pretty cool. Round three. The category is Canada. Question one. The United States is divided geographically into states. How is Canada divided? Question two. In Canada, what is the title of the leader of the government? Question three. Of the five Great Lakes, how many Great Lakes cross the United States-Canada border? Question four. What colors are the Canadian flag? Question five. What are the two official languages of Canada? Question six. What is the official animal of Canada? Question seven. Canada has about 879,800 what? More than any other country in the world. Round three answers. Question one. The United States of America is divided geographically into states. How is Canada divided? Between rivers? It is divided into provinces and territories. The provinces are, in alphabetical order, Alberta, British Columbia, Manitoba, New Brunswick, Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Ontario, Prince Edward Island, Quebec, and Saskatchewan. The three territories are the Northwest Territories, Nunavut, and the Yukon. I didn't know there was that many of them. I didn't know that there were any of them besides Quebec and Toronto. Well, we're the closest to Manitoba. I didn't know that Manitoba was a thing. (laughs) Well, apparently we need to go visit Canada sometime. I want to go to Banff and Alberta. I want to go to British Columbia. Canada has some beautiful places to visit. Yeah, I want to go there too. Question two. What is the title of the leader of the government? The king's horses and all the king's men couldn't put Humpty together again. No. 
The answer is the prime minister. That's isn't that a minister like a preacher? No, like the prime minister is the head of the government, kind of like their president, but he's the prime minister. I am lost. Question three. How many Great Lakes cross the United States and Canada border? So there are five total. How many cross U.S. and Canada? Two or none. Well, the answer is four. They are Lake Superior, Lake Huron, Lake Erie, and Lake Ontario. The only Great Lake that does not border Canada is Lake Michigan. So four out of the five Great Lakes are in both the United States and Canada. Oh, man, I'm so bad at this. (laughs) Question four. What colors are in the Canadian flag? I know this one. It's uh, red and white. And what is in the middle of the Canadian flag? A maple leaf. Correct. Because they have maple syrup. They do. Question five. What are the two official languages of Canada? English and Swedish. The answer is English and French. So in the province of Quebec, like the city of Montreal, which I have visited, most people speak French. It's crazy. So when you go to like a restaurant, everything is in English and French. It's very cool. Question six. What is the official animal of Canada? Uh, moose. Moose is a great guess. I feel like moose is what most people would probably guess because Canada is kind of famous for mooses. But the answer is the beaver. Oh, mooses. M- Meese? It's moose. Like fishes, not fishes or fishes. It's fish. There are seven fish in my pond. There is three moose in my backyard. Not mooses. Oh, well. I'm sorry. You are totally right. Plural of moose is not mooses. Or meese? Lo- there are three meese in my backyard. But the answer is beaver. Plural is beavers. <laughs> Question seven. Canada has 879,800 what? More than any other countries in the world. Barrels of maple syrup. The answer is lakes. Canada contains about 62% of the world's 1.42 million lakes. Oh my. So the most lakes in the world are in Canada. That's a great fact. That's cool. It's a great fact. I can use that someday. Put it in your memory bank. Boop. Is that how you enter it? Round four. The category is things that start with the letter O. Question one. What is the name of the Major League Baseball team based in Baltimore? Question two. What woodwind instrument's name comes from French for high wood. Question three. What name is given to the Japanese art of paper folding? Question four. Pearls are most commonly produced in what type of bivalve mollusk? Question five. 
What test of full body fitness tests the agility of a person against various hazards? Question six. What ocean creature has three hearts and blue blood? Question seven. What is the name of the crabby garbage can dweller who lives on Sesame Street? And now the answers to round four. Obviously, they will be, I was going to say awesome. Awesome <laughs> sort of an A. Uh, obviously, they will be outstanding. Question one, what is the name of the Major League Baseball team based in Baltimore? Orioles. Yeah, they are the Orioles. What is an Oriole? A bird. It is a type of bird. I think they are orange and black birds. They're pretty. That's right. Nan sets out those Oriole feeders that have grape jelly in them. I thought that was hummingbird. No, those are for the Orioles. Did you guys know the Orioles will eat grape jelly in the spring out of a... Out of a thing, they will. You can look it up. Question two. What woodwind instrument's name comes from French for high wood? Oboe. It is oboe. I couldn't think of any other O instruments, so. Question three. What name is given to the Japanese art of paper folding? Origami. That is right. Origami is very cool. I think it is very difficult. Very difficult. My hands don't go the way that their hands go. I don't know how you can fold a paper into such small angles. and. How do they even come up with it, though? I don't know. It is an art that has been perfected throughout the years. Question four. Pearls are most commonly produced in what type of bivalve mollusk? Oyster. That is correct. Oh, it is correct. Yeah, you find a pearl in an oyster. You find a pearl in a clam. I think you can find them there too, but oysters. Do you remember how an oyster is made? Dead fish. No, an oyster is made when some sort of like irritant gets into the oyster or clam and then they put a substance around the irritant so that it smooths it out and it doesn't hurt their body anymore. Ew. So I'm eating an irritant? No, that's what the pearl is made out of. Oh! So if like a grain of sand gets into the oyster's body, they create this sort of like protective coverage that encapsulates the irritant so that it's nice and smooth and it doesn't hurt them anymore or bother them. Oh, are pearls worth a lot of money? Yeah. Oh, so a grain of sand can turn into lots of money. Yeah, pretty much. Question five. What test of full body fitness tests the agility of a person against various hazards? An obstacle course. That is correct. Have you done an obstacle course before? Oh, yes. And how was your fitness agility testability in the obstacle course? So fit. Just <laughs> so, so fit. fit. Oh. People were like, oh, that's, that's the cheetah right there. <laughs> Question six. What ocean creature has three hearts and blue blood? Octopus. That is correct. And they have eight arms. And lots of love. <laughs> I don't know. Question seven. What is the name of the crabby garbage can dweller who lives on Sesame Street? 
Oscar the Grouch. Crabby Oscar the Grouch is the correct answer. I love Oscar the Grouch. He's so funny. He is pretty funny. I'll give you that. But he's not very nice. He's crabby. Round five. The category is movie sidekicks. Question one. In The Good Dinosaur, what is the name of Arlo's human caveboy sidekick? Question two. Who is the clumsy but lovable sidekick of Shrek in the Shrek movie series? Question three. What is the name of the dragon who tries to bring Mulan home from the war? Question four. What two characters does Simba from The Lion King meet when he goes into isolation? Question five. In Beauty and the Beast, what is the name of Lumiere's clock sidekick? Question six. Peter Pan's small glowing sidekick is what character? Question seven. In Frozen, what is the name of the enchanted sidekick created by Elsa's magical powers? Answers to round five. Question one. In The Good Dinosaur, what is the name of Arlo's human caveboy sidekick? Spot. His name is Spot. I feel like when I watched that movie, it kind of confused me because when they would refer to Spot, I would automatically think they were talking about the dinosaur instead of the human. Exactly. What's so spotty about that little caveboy thing? Question two. Who is the clumsy but lovable sidekick of Shrek in the Shrek movie series? Donkey. It is Donkey. He is my favorite character in the Shrek movies. Yeah, I, he's probably mine too. I like I like Cookie though, like the gingerbread man. Or Pinocchio. My, I'm a real bull. <laughs> <laughs> I like when he says parfaits. Everybody likes parfaits. Question three. What is the name of the dragon who tries to bring Mulan home from the war? I'm not sure. His name is Mushu. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. I think that's a type of Asian food, too. Isn't there like Mushu pork? I feel like that's food. Question four. What two characters does Simba from The Lion King meet when he goes into isolation? Pumbaa and I want to say Matal, but that's not right. What, um, oh, I haven't watched The Lion King in forever. What's the other one? Timon, Timon and Pumbaa. Timon, what animals are they? Um, like a groundhog thingy and um a a boar. Timon is a meerkat and Pumbaa is a warthog. A boar and a chip. Man, you do need to watch Lion King again. I do. Question five. 
In Beauty and the Beast, what is the name of Lumiere's clock sidekick? Cogsworth. Cogsworth is the answer. Question six. Peter Pan's small glowing sidekick is what character? Tinkerbell. And she doesn't talk in the animated like Disney version. She just jingles. Jingles. I was trying to think of what word you'd call what she does. She just makes a little bell noise. I was going to say tinkles. Tinkles. She doesn't tinkle. She jingles. (laughs) Question seven. In Frozen... What is the name of the enchanted sidekick created by Elsa's magical powers? Hi, I'm Olaf, and I like warm hugs. That is correct. It is Olaf. What is the part of the song where he talks about, like, he's singing something and he's and he's trying to lead you into another word that rhymes with the last word, and then it's a different one? Winter's a good time to stay in and cuddle, but... Put me in summer and I'll be a... Happy snowman. Oh, that's so funny. Yes, the answer is Olaf. I like when he says to you when he's like, I've been impaled when he gets stabbed by that tree. Samantha. I've never seen Frozen 2. Oh, it's so good. I love the songs. And now it's time for the final exam. Now remember, you've heard these questions in the previous rounds, but these were the hardest ones we've had. So use your memory and try to think back to what the answers are. Question one. What is the average lifespan of a manatee in the wild? 60 years. Question two. In the world of robotics, AI stands for artificial what? Intelligence. Question three. What other mammal is the manatee's closest living relative? The elephant. Question four. The United States is divided geographically into states. How is Canada divided? Into provinces and territories. Question five. What test of full body fitness tests the agility of a person against various hazards. An obstacle course. Question six. What is the official animal of Canada? Beaver. Question seven. Which famous scientist and inventor is often credited with designing one of the first Humanoid robots named Electro. Nikola Tesla. It's a cool name. Nikola Tesla. All right. Here are your shout outs. Manatees come from Belle and August. Thank you, guys. Well, manatees don't come from them. The idea does. (laughs) (laughs) Robots comes from Harper and Charlotte. Thank you, Harper. Thank you, Charlotte. Canada comes from listener Jay, and the questions come from listener Elliot. Thank you, Jay and Elliot. And Octopus comes from Rocco. Thank you, Rocco. And here is your conversation starter. What do you think the world will be like 20 years in the future? Robots will not, will then take over people's jobs, and you'll have to make money by owning a robot. That is one of the big questions. If the world becomes too robotically ran, 
What will humans do? How will we get money and how will we, like, will food be free? When I feel like you're asking the question in everyone's mind. What do you, do you think that's what the future will be like is just robots and robots? I don't know. I do hope that 20 years in the future, we will be able to, like, not have to drive cars. And I can just sit in a car and, like, play cards or something and not have to pay attention. Wouldn't that be nice? Or I could just watch a movie, too, instead of having to drive and you guys get to have all the fun. never drive. Dad drive. (laughs) Well, sometimes I drive. Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye. Have a great week. Make sure you watch us on YouTube. Yeah, check us out. There's going to be some new ones coming soon. Soon. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can see all of our new videos. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Trivia for Kids Podcast, or you can email us at Trivia for Kids Podcast at gmail.com.